0: and welcome to the Sexy Aging Podcast. I'm your host Tracy Minoknuku. This podcast covers conversations with experts, journalists, writers, entrepreneurs, doctors and kick-ass humans making the most of their midlife. We talk about menopause a lot. My personal messed up menopause journey was the catalyst to this podcast and so I hope I can help you navigate your way through midlife and menopause with more information and education than I had. Since launching the podcast, I've written a book, My Menopause Memoir, available on Amazon, an online course for menopause management to help you navigate your menopause journey and a fitness and wellness app for the menopause woman. There are gym-based and home-based strength training sessions, short hit workouts, yoga for stress and sleep, as well as specific mobility, balance, agility and core training sessions. You'll also receive a daily menopause management tip and be able to start a conversation with me, all in the app. You can find all of these tools at the Sexy Aging website. All the links are in the show notes including discounts to the course, free sign up to the app and discounts to products that I endorse. It's been some time since I spoke with an expert in the menopause management space who focuses on natural management tips for symptoms. And so it was an absolute fangirl moment to speak with the OG of the natural menopause movement, Marion Stewart. Marion is the author of Manage Your Menopause Naturally and 27 other books. A world-renowned healthcare expert, she's helped tens of thousands of women around the world overcome PMS and menopause symptoms without using drugs or hormones. In 2018, she was awarded the British Empire Medal and was recognised as one of the 50 most inspirational women by the Daily Mail. So, welcoming to the Sexy Ageing Podcast today, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Marion Stewart, um, who is from the UK and based in Florida, USA. But the interesting thing here, not but, the interesting thing here is that Marion is the pioneer of the natural menopause movement. So you have been in this space for quite a while and I am absolutely thrilled to cross paths with you now because I'm relatively new in this space of, you know, from personal experience, perimenopause, and um, just some new assets that i put out there to educate women across what's happening to their bodies. You are the author of 28 books including the natural menopause plan and manage your menopause naturally and you spend quite a lot of your time on book tours and meeting the women that are obviously needing this type of information and you're the ceo of fema offering uh fema is that right fema fema so you're offering (laughs) resources to women to help understand and manage their symptoms so that's quite a lot of life work that you have given and put out there into the world, Marion. so congratulations.
1: Thank you. Yeah, my team and I started helping women with PMS many, many years ago, based on published medical research. And it was all on the natural approach. And 94% of the women were symptom free. And we went on doing that until the early nineties. There were publications on menopause, the natural approach to menopause. And so we tweaked the program and then turned it into a menopause program as well. And we have helped literally, well, I I think my books, funny enough, I was actually on a book tour in Australia and I was at a new women's library in Melbourne and the photographer kept telling me to put my hand back on the shelf and I felt like my arm was gonna drop off. So I looked back and when I looked at my fingers, they were touching two of my PMS videos. So like I was round the world from London in Melbourne and this particular video we had 500 made because we had them funded and I'd given them all out to women's groups and I only owned one at that point. And there were two <laughs> in this library in Melbourne, so yeah. I realized that our, you know, we had actually literally gone around the world helping women. And we, we've we helped literally hundreds of thousands of women to feel better. And the awful thing is that our surveys show, the last survey we did showed that 96% of women were taken by surprise by them MMA oh,
0: Absolutely, I mean, I can I just say, I'm in the fitness industry, have been in here, in this space for a really long time. I know what's happening with my body, and you know when you talk about the natural way to manage PMS, I was doing that as well. But when perimenopause came, I didn't even know what it was. Had never heard of the word, and this is only a few years ago.
1: So yeah. no, it's it doesn't real surprise me at all. I mean, it really doesn't surprise me. I mean that I um, almost had a, a bet with another nutritionist that perimenopause didn't last more than five years but when we did we said okay let's have a look and see what the literature shows and it says it can last for up to eight years and the average age of menopause is just one day and mm. um, it's the anniversary it's 51 it's the anniversary of your last period and then your are postmenopausal for the rest of your life much more vulnerable to things like osteoporosis which is a silent killer and heart disease and dementia but the research shows you can prevent all that So going back to our survey, not only were most of the women completely taken by surprise by their menopause, but two thirds of them said they felt robbed of life as they knew it. And it just makes me cry because we've been helping women for almost three decades. And the transformation that we see when people have what I call a midlife refuel is nothing short of, I mean, it's just amazing. it, It is truly a transformation. They go from feeling like, It's the end of life as they knew it. Some of them are even suicidal, curled up in a ball, can't function, can't go to work. Relationships are in an awful mess because they don't wanna be touched and they can't talk about it. And then they have this refuel and come out the end of it feeling not just better, but better than they ever dreamt. Like the best version of themselves, just because they had low levels of nutrients and empty receptor sites the estrogen receptor sites and once they fill those up again and maybe make a few other changes to their lifestyle it's a whole different ball game and it's so important because 100 years or so we weren't living much past 50 mm. didn't really matter but now when 40 something is halfway for so many of us and we you know we have to look after ourselves it's not magic we're not necessarily going to have heart, strong bones and a healthy heart and keep our brain agile if we don't learn to meet our needs
0: yeah no i agree i i mean the foundations of healthy aging movement nutrition stress reduction joy community and fantastic sleep so you know when we can kind of pull all that together we can manage most of the symptoms quite naturally now obviously um HRT is a really big topic and it's pervading into the, I can see the UK market and here in New Zealand and Australia as well. Um, There's a lot of conversation around it. Obviously the debunked um, study from 20, sorry, back back in 2000. Um, So what's your take on this? Because you've spent decades helping women manage menopause naturally. How do you feel about where things are going today? It is a really interesting conversation because You know i believe wholeheartedly that um you know applying the wellness and um health hacks i call them to your life can actually serve you really well however i'm on hrt as well so i'm really curious as to get your perspective on everything that's going on so it's probably a big conversation it's
1: a massive conversation okay so You're right, I do focus on the natural approach. We've never had to focus on anything else because the women, as I said, have this incredible transformation, so they don't have any symptoms. And we know that the research shows that doing what we do, including exercise, can actually help to create new bone, protect you from heart disease and dementia. So there's no risk in the long term for not taking it. The other thing is that we, in the early days, we did five separate studies looking at women's nutrient levels. And we found that very often women have got low levels of things like magnesium, B vitamins, iron, zinc, essential fatty acids, and so on. And those nutritional deficiencies affect our brain chemistry and our hormone function. So we end up firing on two cylinders instead of four, and we feel absolutely rubbish. We're like a bucket with a hole in it. And no one is taught at any stage in their life, school or whenever, about how to correct nutritional deficiencies, which get worse as you get older. And the current research, shows that billions of women have got nutritional deficiencies. Now, if you take HRT and it suits you, then that's okay, but it's not gonna correct nutritional deficiencies and it's not gonna make you get up off your chair. And you know, as a fitness instructor, how important exercise is. It not just speeds up your metabolism so you burn up the belly fat, also oxygenates your brain. It releases the endorphins that make you feel good. And also it keeps you in good shape. So that's good for your self-esteem and it makes you feel more sexy. So why would you just want to take a pill? Now, the other aspect of it is, to finish answering your question, sorry, this is such a long answer. No, but it, and it's a that,
0: big conversation, you know. Yeah. So yeah. In our
1: last survey, we are it, called What Women Want. We, 1,100 women answered. Um, I think out of the women who took HRT, 41% were prescribed HRT. This was a couple of years ago. Out of those, 14% didn't take it because they were too afraid of the side effects. And the ones who did take it, 62% of them came off it within a very short space of time because of adverse side effects and so then they were left they didn't have anything else because the doctors are not educated for the most part the the mayo clinic survey in the us for example in 2019 showed that only seven percent of doctors and gynecologists feel adequately educated to help women going through menopause and so women just get bowled over by their hormones they haven't got a clue what to do and hrt is a massive subject all by itself the book before last i did i had a whole Section in there on HRT. I'm not an expert myself, but I got an expert from the US and an expert from England to help me write the chapter. And we tried to interpret the world literature, and it's so variable because some of the substances, for example, some of the bioidentical hormones in the US got banned by the FDA. They said they were dangerous. Yeah, others have been through research. You know, how do you find out? There was some research in neurology um, a couple of years ago, or maybe a little bit more than that now, showing that women taking HRT pills were wiping out the white matter in their brain and they did a two-year review to find that it it didn't regenerate so I think that you know there are it is a big subject if you want to take it you need to find a practitioner that you trust you need to make sure you've done your research but I'd say to you why don't you try the natural approach first because if you're going to manage your symptoms completely and you're feeling brilliant, why do you need to medicate? This is okay. a life stage, you know, I'm it's sure. not a, It's not a medical condition. And so that's my view. And yeah. we have women on our program who are taking HRT. Some of them want to come off it and they wean off it under the practitioner's care, gradually, never, and never, never, never come off HRT suddenly unless you've got a medical emergency because you can feel really awful. You can get withdrawal symptoms. But some women want to wean off it and other women want to stay on it. And you can do the two things together together in parallel. So it's very much I believe that women should have all the information, all the science Mm. so that they can make informed choices. And that's my worry about the HRT lobby is they are very, very blinkered and want everyone to be taking HRT forever, which is obviously the pharmaceutical industry's best dream. Um, But I don't really think that that is necessary.
0: Well, you've obviously had a massive cohort of women who have successfully managed their symptoms uh, come through postmenopause, but also uh, they're in post menopause, but they probably have got some really good lifestyle foundations set up now because we know with postmenopause that we you know we come up against real health issues, which you've mentioned. I think people don't realise that heart disease and cardiovascular diseases are worse for women than breast cancer. Or cancer right so and these things often happen after menopause or post and post menopause um I agree with so much of what you've said Um, and of course I've mentioned that I'm on HRT so personally you know I I feel like I managed 80% of my symptoms and there were definitely things that really kept rocking my world on a daily basis for example um, the brain fog motivation creaky joints now you know i'm taking my omega-3s my nutrition is spot on like nobody could question the way i eat because i i'm really really good about it i that it's all science and evidence based and i've spoken to the experts but i still had these things that were really really messing with me and so my take on it was i'm doing everything i can here as naturally as i can and if i'm going to speak in this space in menopause then i actually feel like i need to know what would HRT do for me? Now, the other thing you said that was absolutely correct, only 7% of GPs in New Zealand. So I would say, at a guess, we're close to that too, actually understand how to prescribe it and how to in this um, stage of life. So my experience personally was that, that I went to a GP. She was a woman. She was in her 50s, obviously, <laughs> to me probably menopausal um and she couldn't help me and um that kind of blew my mind and so you know I had to jump a lot of hoops to sort of find out how can I access this um I will say that I ended up on the lowest dosage um and I'm trans take transdermal HRT and um, it helped me within 48 hours with the brain fog anxiety thing and that was a game changer so Will I continue to take it forever? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm hanging out for the science, you know. I'll see what's happening in the future. But I can still hand on heart say that if I change anything in my workouts or change anything in my nutrition or I don't get enough sleep, then, you know, things still go wobbly. So it's so important, those foundations.
1: Were you, in your diet, were you consuming um, phytoestrogens little and often to fill the receptor sites?
0: Um, I do, I did, con- yeah, I do take some, um, but I sort of still wasn't getting the optimal results. So,
1: were well, you feeling so? Because it's very specific. I mean, our our successful program consists of five key things. Okay, one, yeah, one, please let us know. First is correcting, detecting and correcting nutritional deficiencies. That's so because they're so common, um, and that takes a while to do. But once you've got yourself back into good shape and you understand what you're doing, it has a massive impact on everything from brain fog through to the lining of your vagina. You know, there's like so many things that yeah. uh, nutrients are needed for. Um, the next thing is consuming foods rich in naturally occurring estrogen. Oestrogen. So yeah. the, re- the receptor sites don't stay full for more than four to six hours. And the molecule of mother nature's estrogen looks just like estradiol that you had before menopause. Now, if you don't fill the sites little and often throughout the day and the evening and the night, then you're gonna get all the symptoms of menopause. You, you, You just can't get by without doing that. So we make sure that we tailor that for each individual. And then we use supplements that have been through properly conducted clinical trials because there are so many supplements out there that haven't and don't even contain what they say on the label. So we're really picky about what we choose and it has to have been shown to be safe and effective. Um, Then the next thing is exercise. And that's doing, not necessarily running a marathon, it can just be dancing to your favorite music or doing some yoga or whatever it is, but finding what works for each individual person to to just make sure you're being active and you've got an active lifestyle and you're getting more and more active because it's not a competition, it's just you improving as time goes on. And then doing formal relaxation. So the formal relaxation is very important these days, especially when the world is in such a state and we've all got too much cortisol buzzing around our system, our stress hormone, Mm -hmm. because cortisol, high levels of cortisol can mimic menopause and give us brain fog and anxiety and fatigue and belly fat and depression and insomnia, and the list goes on. So what we tend to do is we help women to get their cortisol down in a number of ways, but one of them is relaxation, formal relaxation, like like a meditation or guided meditation session, because the research shows that you can reduce your hot flushes and night sweats by 50 to 60%. And when you've got high cortisol, you're burning the neural connections in your brain And by doing the formal relaxation, it helps to rewire your brain. So it's helping you on so many levels. So it's, this isn't a magic pill. This Mm. is uh, somebody who goes on my program is really probably feeling like they've been bowled over by their hormones. They don't know which way to turn and they're committed to making the changes to get the gain.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's amazing. Like everything that you've you've spoken of is uh, pretty much what I sustain in life. The meditation thing is elevated <laughs> you know and as things get kind of busy and you know life throws you a few curveballs you know parents getting older and i have a teenage daughter as well so those things are like okay if i don't just shut the door and put my headphones on and take a moment to breathe shit's gonna hit the fan <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know so yeah absolutely i mean it's something that is has accelerated over the last probably a year or two um so yeah thanks for highlighting that i think it is quite challenging for women during this stage of life to realize the benefits of meditation, breathing, and I think practicing yoga, you kind of hit hit two of those things by one, you know, get on the mat, move, get some mobility and breathe with it, so no. yeah. If you're struggling with your menopause symptoms, weight gain, fatigue, joint pain, mood swings and you're trying to figure out what you need to do to get your mojo back, I've got two professionally endorsed resources that can help you. The Sexy Ageing Menopause Management course is an online resource that breaks down all the information on menopause, what it is, what's happening to your body and how to manage the symptoms through lifestyle hacks. Evidence-based information on movement, nutrition, stress reduction, the importance of sleep, rest and recovery, as well as community and joy podcast listeners can access the discount to the course in the show notes and my sexy aging fitness and lifestyle app that provides fitness and wellness programming specific to women in the menopause life stage all the things workouts at the gym workouts at home short hit workouts yoga for stress and sleep specialized mobility balance agility and core workouts plus nutrition and menopause management tips There is a free one-week trial and the link is in the show notes. I've done all the work for you, so your job is to tap into these tools, put the guidance into practice and feel the difference.
1: I think and I always hear people say, oh I'm so busy, I haven't got time to relax and I say, hang on a second, you are so afraid and you're so fragile and you're definitely not producing your best stuff because you've got brain fog and you're hot and bothered and you've got anxiety. If you lay down for half an hour and do your guided meditation, we use a particular app, which I absolutely love because it makes you it's been designed by neuroscientists and it takes you into a really deep, relaxed state, whether it's a lot of people can't meditate because their mind's too busy, but this just grabs you and takes you into this amazing place and then brings you out again. So you feel like you've had a whole night's sleep just in half an hour. And then you get up, you're refreshed, You've got loads of energy and you can get going and be much more efficient. So it's a false economy to say that you don't have time.
0: Yeah. And we hear it all the time and it's always hard for us to put ourselves first, right? But, you know, like you mentioned yes. before, you know, relationships start breaking down, work performance, all of those things. And just taking that sort of 10 to 15 minute window is a good to- a good place to start, um, you know, to reap the benefits just
1: yeah, Yeah, that's a great saying that the, um, yeah. the research shows you need to do a minimum of 20 minutes. So I just, you know, I think to get the benefit, you've got to put a little bit of extra time into it. But yeah. I just, even when you're feeling anxious, even to stop for a minute and do some mindful breathing and focus on mother nature or a picture of something that lights you up or whatever it is, will make a difference. It's we, you touched on something that is so important and underrated. And that is, that we don't make time for ourselves. Because as women, we're busy. As you say, we've got parents and we've got kids and we've got partners and we've got homes to run and businesses and so on. And guess who gets left to the back of the queue? You know, you do. I had four children and wrote all these books and ran an advisory service. I've fallen on my nose more than once, I can assure you. But yes. I've learned over time that you've got to. And when you get to menopause, you're, you're almost like at a crossroads. You know, you have either got to accept the fact that you're gonna fall apart and that's gonna be part of your aging process, or you learn to meet your needs and get empowered with knowledge, information, and maybe some support and get turbocharged so that you can actually embrace the next half of your life and be in really good shape so that you're there for everyone as well as yourself. So in a sense, you have to become your own parent and nurture yourself, even if it's just for a few months and it pays such big dividends
0: yeah oh gosh I love everything you've said there just you know really taking time to take care of yourself and then everyone else is going to benefit from that right
1: and they'll support you as well I think the yeah. thing is we don't have conversations I mean again our surveys show that women aren't talking to men and men aren't talking to women you yeah. know it's like they're all too scared the men feel rejected the women are scared to open the can of worms because they think that this is going to be the beginning of the end you know they yeah. think they are be In fact, our survey showed that on our relationship survey that over 90% of women couldn't have an orgasm. They felt switched off below below the waist, you know? So if you think that that's all gone, why would you wanna open your mouth and have a conversation? Whereas if you know that that's just part of being in economy mode and you can get all that back again comfortably without having vaginal dryness and so on, well, why wouldn't you go for it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. you know, it was really interesting. So last night I had a uh, conversation about leading webinars in Asia. Um, So I used to live in Asia, a long time. And um, I always wondered, okay, so when are the women in Asia wanting to have a talk about menopause? And so I'm going to start doing some webinars up there with some companies. And the really interesting question was, can the men attend? (laughs) I was like, You've got to be kidding that you think that I'm only going to be talking to women because this is an everyone's conversation, right?
1: Absolutely. So we uh, the first um, webinar I did for men and women was about, I think, probably about three or four years ago for Cisco. And the global wellbeing director asked us to do that. And I was bowled over and so was she. She said it was the best initiative health initiative they'd ever undertaken and the men loved it. So now every time we go into a company, we always talk. To the directors, we always talk to the men at webinars, and they are so grateful for the information because let's face it: half the population go through menopause, and the other half have to live with us. Correct.
0: so you know,
1: affects you know, it affects their sleep as well if you're up ten times in the night, and if you're yeah. grouchy and you can't remember things. I mean, it, it's dis, you know, it's it's very disruptive to their life as well, and they need to understand. And also, if they if they support their partner going through this process. Then you're going to be come out of it feeling stronger together and have a much better bond between you. And yeah. even if you, if you can't have sex because your vagina is too dry and all that, while you're while you're working on getting better, just massage. Do you know? Yeah. And have oral yeah. sex. You know yeah. just do something do just something yeah the poor person that you really yeah. care even if you are not in great shape
0: yeah hey look I love that conversation because I've got a uh, world uh, sorry world menopause day episode coming out we are talking about vaginal dryness um the topic I'm going head on I've got two amazing guests and the really cool thing is there's a lot of um really good products now to support vaginal dryness which are all natural and um And it's all around repairing relationships and intimacy. And I think it's exciting. It's an exciting conversation because so many women will go through this stage of life and they will lose that feeling of what they're entitled to as a woman, you know? (laughs) Um, Intimacy, orgasms, a close relationship, um and we don't have to lose any of that in this stage of life and i think that that's the, one of the saddest things that i hear is how people oh lose, i totally
1: lose agree that, you. You
0: know?
1: fact, yeah i totally agree the first study i ever read on natural menopause was published in the british medical journal it was a study that was done at monash in in melbourne mm. and um they were a group of women and they fed them phytoestrogens and they found that they were able to bring about the same changes in the lining of the vagina as women who were taking it would they'd expect to see in women who were taking HRT. And wow. now, as you say, there are lots of, um, and unfortunately there are things on the market that are not very active, Yeah. but equally there are supplements and creams and devices, red light therapy um, for, I don't know if you've seen uh, the V fit or V sculpt. I'm not sure what it's called in New Zealand, but it's, I know it's different for England and America, but there's, there's a, Amazing device here in America that's been through clinical trials, it's got FDA approval, it's got CE approval in Europe, and it works wonders. It's like uh, red light therapy, like laser therapy, and it just helps. And it's also a vibrator, so you can use (laughs) it as as either, but it helps you to um, really keep your vagina in great shape.
0: That's awesome. So taking note right now, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll do a little um, social media post about that, shall I? Because, yeah, I'm all about helping women find their vibrancy across all the different um, areas of their lives. And, you know, sexually, I don't think we say, okay, 45, we're done, shut the, shut the doors, we're done with that, because no, no, <laughs> life is to be lived. Um, how was your menopause transition?
1: Oh, my menopause was really interesting, actually, um, seeing as I'm supposed to be an expert. So (laughs) I was was getting divorced at the time. Well, I was getting divorced in my 40s. So I was about um, 46, 47, and I started to get some hot flushes and night sweats. And I thought I didn't think anything at first. I just thought stress. And then after a while, I suddenly was I remember walking away from my clinic in Harley Street in London and thinking, what if I'm going through an early menopause? And so I got home and I thought, well, I'm just gonna sit down and write myself a program. So I did it and I followed it for six weeks and all the symptoms went. And then I thought, oh, it can't have been menopause. I'm much too young. And um, I'm just gonna, I don't you know, need to do this anymore. I haven't got any symptoms. And lo and behold, they all came back again. Mm -hmm. So that was my early menopause. And that was really, because I didn't ever get PMS. Um, so I didn't really have hormonal swings. So that was my little foray into it. Um, now I'm postmenopause. I have um, and I keep active, but you get times in your life, as you say, when you get bowled over. I mean, I just had a, a root canal thing and a problem with one of my teeth and I ended up having to have some stitches in my mouth. So I couldn't do my exercise. Yes. And even if you, don't, if you stop exercising for a few weeks, Whereas normally I can do the splits, you know, I can not do that anymore. You know, I have to be careful yeah. to warm up again. So I think we have to, but you have to keep active. And I remember one of my um, TV series in the UK on my TV show uh, was called Use It or Lose It. And it was all about joint health. And if you don't, if you do seize up, then you've got to kind of limber up again gradually so you don't kind of rip your ligaments and tendons and so on and not to mention your muscles so I find now that sometimes I take certain supplements if I feel you know is my knee a bit twingy then I'll go back and take my fish oils or my glucosamine or whatever it is but for the most part once you learn how to meet your needs you can tune in when you've got no symptoms and suddenly you get a bit of a symptom you know exactly what to do and you can keep yourself in good shape you just keep tuned up
0: yeah no i agree like yeah i can't imagine life without moving and some days i wake up and i don't want to go as hard as i did the day before so i it's actually been one of the coolest things about menopause because prior to uh, i'm still at the back end of perimenopause i'm not through menopause yet i haven't had that one one day with one year of not having a period. So yeah. I'm at the back end cause I don't have, I feel like I haven't got a whole lot of negative symptoms happening. Um, but yeah, what's really cool is waking up and going, what does my body want to do today? You know, I do two really good strength training sessions a week, like full body, compound muscle, relatively heavy, great technique. And that keeps me strong, keeps my bones strong, keeps my joints strong. And I haven't had an injury in years. So this is kind of a thing that's working for me. But then the next day I might wake up, I'm a little bit sore. I'm not going to do the same thing. I'm not going to smash my body. Um, I might go for a quick walk. You know, I might do a yoga practice and I love yoga. I pretty much do it every day. If I I lose my ability to do anything else, if I can do yoga and do the splits, like you said, (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of the benchmark, isn't it? Having that level Hmm. of mobility that reminds you that, hey, at any age, I'm doing this. And this feels great. And it's good for my self-esteem to know that my joints still move in that way and I'm not hurting myself. So yeah, that's the coolest thing is to be able to mindfully understand what your body needs and not be so hard on yourself. Like you have that empathy for yourself and then it extends out into others.
1: No I agree with five. you but I also think we've probably lost half the audience because the ones who are thinking I can't do the splits and <laughs> I'm not very and I'm not very fit so I think that, you know for those women I say just dance just you move know, put on your favorite music uh, sing and dance you know now we're it, talking
0: girl <laughs> yeah,
1: not a competition yeah. and you just got to enjoy yourself and and I, and I totally hear you you know if you're feeling sore and challenged do something else go for a swim you know do some water aerobics or you know the other thing you can do as well like you shouldn't do this every day but i remember uh, reading a book or or i've read many books on visioning but i i remember reading this um study about a baseball team where they took and they split them into three groups one group trained for six weeks one group did nothing for six weeks and one group visioned they trained for six weeks and when they did the fitness tests at the end of the study the ones who visioned they trained were as fit as the ones who trained (laughs) so you know what if you can't do it then go and do your visualization your meditation and just vision your exercising and um, it still has a therapeutic effect on you
0: yeah, that's a great study, isn't it? Not, I think not, a lot of... Won't,
1: won't help your bone mass, probably, but, <laughs> no, you know...
0: I was, I was thinking a lot of people would be going, yeah, I'm going to go for that. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, Marion, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I just have one last question. You've been in this space for a long time. You are a pioneer. Uh, where to from here for you? Now that you're in postmenopause? What is it that you hope to achieve? Because I feel like your life's purpose has been led by your own experience as well.
1: Yeah, no, it has to some extent, but it's been more, I think what motivates me is anger and frustration at the injustice (laughs) that women are left in this awful state. Mm. And that's how I started with PMS. Then I ran a foundation in memory of my daughter. and And then when I came back to this sector about four years ago and I made four little films For Facebook, which somebody told me to make because I didn't really know how to do anything on social media. And over a million women saw the films in the space of 12 weeks. It just made me cry. It made me really angry. And so what we're doing is we are on a mission to highlight the fact that women really only need a midlife refuel in their 40s and early 50s to feel like the best version of themselves. And we work with women in and out of the workplace. We've got um, new upcoming. We've got our six week program, which is started out as my five month program, but it helps women and it's all kind of tech oriented. So it runs from your phone or whatever. Um, and we're just on this mission, collaborating with other people to try and leave not just help women to manage their menopause, but also to feel better in the long term. So looking at doing research to show what being proactive and change, making your diet and lifestyle a bit better can do for your heart, your bones, and your memory in the long term as well. So that we leave a legacy for future generations and it doesn't become something they dread like this generation. It's something they just think, oh, well, you know, now I need to have my midlife refuel.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I just wanted to touch on the thing. There's a lot of fear around the menopause transition and I take the positive spin quite often. I give the facts. I say, here's the facts. Here's what you could do about it. Here's all the things you can do. And actually, this is going to be amazing. So let's get after it. Once you put those things in place, life is amazing. Because I do hear a lot of the fear factor. (laughs) And I just don't want, I don't think that we should be afraid of this incredible life that we're about to lead. Um, My 17-year-old daughter knows everything about menopause. So I'm really excited for her future. She won't have that fear. She'll know exactly what's coming up and she'll be ready for it. So it's a pretty exciting time, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can remember a few years ago, um, I was sitting next to my son, my eldest son, who was 19 at the time, and he was helping me create um, a website and a course and everything on menopause. And I remember saying, we were laughing, saying that he's probably could go in the Guinness Book of Records being the the youngest man to know the most about menopause. (laughs) I actually stand him in good stead in the years to come um, when he gets himself into a situation where he has to support his staff and yes. also his wife, yes. you know, going through this life stage.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Marion. Come and see me in New Zealand.
1: <laughs> yes, I will. Can I just tell you that we have a midlife refuel club and community, which is free. So people can go to my website, which is Marionstuart.com and look out for the midlife refuel club. We have live sessions every week. I have guest experts sometimes. And there is a wealth of literature in there. And there's also my book, Manager Menopause, Naturally. If anyone wants that, you can just get that on Amazon. I'll
0: be um, promoting all of that in the show notes as well. So everyone just scroll on down after this, tap, tap, tap and connect with (laughs) Marion. Thank you so much.
1: That's okay. Good luck and enjoy.
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode and thanks to my guest for the inspo. If you're enjoying this content, then consider following, rating, and reviewing so that more people can find The Sexy Aging Life. Peace out.